growth mindset. Part two, part two, part two. Thank you for joining. We're just quickly going to dive in. Remember, this is part two of episode five. Dose. So without further ado, here we go. Tune in. I'd like to introduce the one and only, the famous, the gorgeous, the one that deserves all the hype, the writer, the one and only, Esther Keen. Woo! Yes! Let's get it, baby. There she is. Okay. So this is actually something I wrote um, very personal to me. Um this was one of the biggest like like growth transformations of my entire life. Um, it happened uh, just a few months ago. I was feeling really down one day. And when I feel down, uh, it is very common for my mind to go straight to what if you're not here anymore? Like just what if you just give up? Just give up. Why are you even here? What's going on? Just give up what what is the point of all of this like and i don't know i i went there again as usual and something in me literally just snapped and said fuck this this is no this is not right like you are a a beautiful fucking person why do you always go there you know and so i had to kind of think about why i go there and really dive into who i am and so i wrote I think she is nasty and volatile, the root of so much pain and suffering for me. She is untrustworthy. She's the reason I feel so alone, even when surrounded by a mountain of people. I can help but feel like nobody understands her, including myself. Why does she have to be so loud and constant? Why can't she just disappear? When I realize she is a part of me, I feel anger and shame. Why does she have to be a part of me? Perhaps the reason why she is so unmanageable is because she is rejected. She has been invalidated all her life. Maybe she is so unruly because she is so poorly understood. I never have once reached out my hand to make peace with her. She screams on the sidelines, begging to be heard. She wants to be understood, yet I abandon her and renounce her worth. I degrade her, cut her down, discredit her, and belittle her. She is powerful, that storm within. My struggles taught me that she is not to be trusted. How can you trust something you don't understand? I have never taken the effort because I have always seen her as the enemy. She made me look crazy to other people. I just wanted to live a simple life and be like everybody else normal. She has always actively resisted this earning. I've always truly hated her because she makes me different, this emotional sense of mine. There is an imbalance in my mind because I do not accept her. I discount her value and do not believe in her. She retaliates with uncontrollable bursts of emotion. She doesn't communicate with me. She doesn't know how. I've dismissed her for so long, she feels the only way to be heard is by forcing her way in, disrupting my rationality. She crashes with such an intense force that it plunges my mind into total chaos, 
where only her distress can be heard. It has always been this way with her. She has been nothing but a worthless nuisance, an intruder, a pest that needed to be exterminated. Begrudgingly, I finally listened to her. In this significant moment, I realized she simply sees through it all and fixates only on the truth. With swift accuracy, she alerts me to things that my rational mind can't begin to see. She sees the subtle things, the ones that nobody else notices. She's always sensing, searching for the truth. She is the accumulation of all my experiences, the root of all my anxieties, and the target of all my self-hatred. I want to forgive her for alienating me and let go of the contempt I hold toward her for always making me feel crazy. I want to understand her. I want to reach out my hand and hold her close and accept her as a part of me. Now I can see her true value. She is not my enemy. She is my protector, my guide, and a considerable part of my senses. She's a part of my rational thought and manifests herself in my feelings. She has been shut out for so long she doesn't know how to behave, so she becomes intrusive. Her behavior is unruly and unrefined like that of a child. She has not been allowed to develop with the rest of me, banished into the darker depths of my mind. Such a powerful tool cast away, rejected. As my experiences grew, she heightened with the inability of coherence. I am finally ready to give her what she always desired, acceptance and her voice to be heard. I opened up my heart and finally listened to her. I now know that she is a real beautiful part of me. She is so warm and pure. Her compassion knows no bounds. She reaches deeply from all the pain of those voiceless years and has the ability to see everyone for who they truly are, their pains, weaknesses, and strengths. She sees the whole person and not just what they choose to show. They cannot hide from her any more than I can. She understands the overwhelming agony of being an outcast that is unwanted and unloved. So she desires to give all those that have been silenced the confidence to speak and to really shine. I can finally see that she is a gift that allows me to be different. She is the unyielding light within me, masked by my own self-hatred. She has empowered my sociability and helped me touch people's lives. She is the source of great depth, pain, and happiness. I am in awe of her strength the positivity she gleams, even when everybody, including myself, told her she was crazy. She has persevered despite my best efforts to extinguish her light. I know she is different, that I am different, but that doesn't make us crazy. Instead, these differences make us unique. I want to embrace her, make her my ally. I want to strengthen her and give her a platform to speak. I believe in her. She is my empathy, my sixth sense. Yes. First, I want to say thank you for sharing. 
You're very welcome. That was beautiful. I love that you're willing to be vulnerable. I think that ties into growth a lot, which is why we're sharing this on this episode. Part two. When we're willing to be vulnerable, that's when growth really happens and beautiful things come out like this beautiful poem or essay. So I think the other thing that's interesting to me is at first, you know, you you were invalidating that part of you. You were shutting that person out. You were saying, why are you so loud? Why are you like this? Why are you like this? You're crazy. Yeah. And it's you, that, you're, it's, yeah, it's that part of not, um, not forgiving yourself for those mistakes and always, why are you always like this? So much hatred, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, you're disconnected with yourself. And right. if, if your friends don't do that with you, then why do you do that to yourself? Right. And then when you when you had the realization that that's the same you and I'm going to validate that part of me, I'm going to agree with that part of me. And you're like joining these two worlds. How beautiful is that? Absolutely. And this was the first time where I actually sat and realized like there are strengths and weaknesses, but they are from the same part of me. Some of the strengths that I have which is that extreme sociability. It's be partial, like it's because I have such empathy for the world, but for me, it's such a weakness as well because it causes me to have such intense feelings of anger or happiness or sadness. And sometimes it's overwhelming. And especially when I don't know I haven't ever been in touch with that side to ever even have a conversation with it. And I like ask, what's the situation? Why are you feeling this way? Why do you, why are, why are you acting like this? I never once thought about it. And finally, here I am looking in the actual mirror and seeing who I am. Yeah. Well done. Great realization. Yet another example, prime example of the growth that you have shown and experience through your life? I think um, to a lot of sensitive people in the world, uh, we do find ourselves like, I mean, we're, I even at, from a young age, you know, uh, teachers, my parents, like, all like, why are you crying? What, what's wrong with you? Like, why, why are you crying again? And it would just be such a nuisance. And I didn't know why I was crying. And I didn't have like the mental capacity then to understand that part of myself as being a very sensitive person and un- and accepting that I'm a sensitive person and loving that fact about me because because I am like this. I have so many ca- like connections in the world. I have so many people who love me in return because I am this person. So how can I, how can I love that part and still hate myself? Right. Love all the gifts that it gives me, but also talk so much shit on it and hate myself for doing this and being like this. Right. Yeah. It's, it's literally the two sides of the same thing. Yeah. And what do you think's better? Somebody who can't show their emotions, can't express their emotion or somebody that does express their emotion and how they feel. They wear their feelings on their sleeve as they say. Abs- absolutely. And it's like, 
I will literally just, I'll cry, baby. I don't care. You, you send me a sad song, I'll cry in front of you. If it's sad enough, <laughs> if you make me think of a sad memory, make tell a sad story, I'll most likely cry. Because I am a person that just completely wears my heart on my sleeve. And I, I finally recognize that about myself. Mm-hmm. But that is the part of me that also sees everybody for who they are all the subtle little things that they do i can see all of it and i adjust everything i do to like make them more comfortable you know and that's people can sense that from me you know mm-hmm. yep and i'm probably the opposite just so we can talk about me a little bit I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't express my emotions very well i'm learning how to do that better and better but for a long time it was uh, silent treatment oh god ellie i remember so good at that i was the best at you're the best at it baby. yeah no, my me and my uh, old roommate in college, Armando Cisneros. Shout out! Shout out, Mondo! <laughs> Mondo Berry Crunch! <laughs> Mondo Berry Crunch. <laughs> so we would have a we'd have a fight, and it was just silent treatment. Wouldn't talk for the rest of the day, maybe two days, and then we'd go back, and like nothing ever happened. Oh, I hate Does that it so work? much. Yes, is it healthy? Absolutely no, not. No. And you know what's so crazy that you say that now, too, is I still fucking remember uh, when, like, Sean Lynn and you, like, came to me at some point. And they're like, you're like, yeah, my dad does this, like, thing with the silent treatment. And it's just great. It's great. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck do you mean, buddy? Like, what do you mean? And what did you mean by that? So, actually... There's still some truth, I believe, in that. So I'm not saying silent treatment to not express myself, but um, sometimes shutting your mouth so you don't say something that you can't take back. So if I am in a situation where I'm very angry and I'm in an argument with somebody, I prefer to get away and remain silent over, uh, you know, removing myself from that situation versus continuing to feed the fire and Uh, blowing up and saying something that I'm going to regret. I completely respect. And I mean, I need the exact same thing as something I've actually learned about myself in my relationships and stuff like that. I 100% need time to cool off and like actually introspect and stuff. So I totally get where you're coming from. But I think the issue when you used to do that was you just shut down and not talk and then walk away and it's like the other person's like what the fuck bro like i'm trying to talk to you right yeah and the way you should go about that is like i can't think right now we really need to take a break from this i need to i need to gather my thoughts because this is not this is not productive like i'm pissed and just you have to express that that's how you're feeling and that's what you're going to do to help with that feeling true you have to you have to you have to guide your partner because they can't read your mind they don't know why you're walking away that's fucking just to them you're just being a disrespectful little fucker you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm like honestly i see what you're saying though it's like then you're kind of setting them up and and letting them know what's going on versus me just being more selfish like i'm gonna shut up and walk away now because i need to be out of this because at some point when is that not a punishment? That is part partially you punishing that person mm. for making you angry instead of just 
hey, I just need some time to fucking think. This is pissing me off. Because so, yeah. sometimes I'll do that too, where I'm just, this is really pissing me off. Just give me a second. Like, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will do that differently then. Thanks for the Yeah. Feedback. So that's, that's really a very important distinction because part of it, when you just walk away like that, it is a punishment because that person is like sit, sitting riddled with anxiety plus the anger that they feel. And you're literally just shut down and, not responding to them that's not acceptable either yeah good point good point right so but the silent treatment i will say is absolutely one of the like it is perhaps perhaps the most triggering thing in the world to me when people give me the silent treatment uh it's done we're done yeah i can't we can't talk anymore Mm -hmm. um i've had it growing up like for weeks even where literally my mom wouldn't talk to me for like a week because I upset her or whatever. So it's literally this feeling of like, I'll do anything you ask, please just recognize that I exist. That's what you're doing to someone. You are punishing them by basically saying that they don't exist in this world anymore. That's how little you mean. And that's how easy it is for me to cut you off. This is what it's going to be like. You want me to show you? And it's, it's fucking heartbreaking. And Ellie's never done it to me. Fucking better not either. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect person yeah. either. And yeah. I am, and honestly, I'm the worst at silent treatments because I'll try to do it. But then like my anxiety will like force me to be like, well, f- well fuck you. Like <laughs> a little bit, but you did this, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I've definitely been one to try to give silent treatments and mm-hmm. I finally understand that's not for me. I can't do it. I'm not good at it. I- <laughs> I'm not good at it try another unhealthy uh tactic (laughs) yeah i'll find a different manipulation tactic dude guilt i'm pretty good at guilting people (laughs) (laughs) it's probably a good time for us to say you know we're not perfect we're not professionals we we want you to go seek help we're just trying to equip you with a few things in your tool belt we hope that you find value Yeah, like one of the things for me too was um, I didn't just come up with, oh, I need to grow. It was me, people being around me that had uncomfortable conversations with me or have literally just had enough of my shit and they just couldn't take it anymore Mm -hmm. that like led me to seek help in therapy. So we're not your therapist. We're, you know, these are just things to help you be aware of your own situation and maybe help you be aware of the fact that you do need to grow. Maybe you do need help to do certain things. And for, I went straight, my ass went straight to therapy fucking for years. I did. Oh my God. Like in very intense therapy for many, many, many years. And it, there was such a shift in me, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, I am such a strong believer in therapy. So if you have access to it, please, please do it. Even if you don't think anything's wrong, you would be so surprised at how much growth you can obtain just by going and saying things that make you uncomfortable to a a, like a non-biased party. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're just the voices in your head. We're not your therapists. We're not your therapists. Great, very beautiful voices yes 
beautiful thoughts and great intentions. That's all Mm. we have for people. Mm. We want to help you realize things about yourself, but we're not, yeah, we not, we ain't got no fucking, you know, masters or, you know, anything. And in a, in a weird, interesting way, this is our way of growing, right? We're talking about it. And I know Esther, you shared that you have been listening to our own episodes. But that's the most like, I don't like vanity sake. I didn't want to admit that, but like, no, seriously, sometimes, especially if I'm having a really bad day or something, I'll literally just throw on one of the episodes. Um, If somebody makes me angry, I'll throw on one of the ego episodes or some, Mm -hmm. that ego episode, especially. Um, And like, it helps me realign my way of thinking. It really is just like, oh, shit. Okay, that's what I said. I need to live by what I say, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it is really helpful to hear myself talk about these changes and remind myself who I am now because yeah. I'm not that I'm not that shitty person anymore. And I can mm-hmm. be proud of that and be proud to say that now, you know? Yeah. No, I think that shows a great level of humility. I think sometimes people, you know, they hear us talk or... I've had this happen where people will be like, oh my gosh, you're such a guru. I want to be like you. It's like, well, in this mindset that I'm in, yes, I, you know, I'm, I'm very wise and I'm, and I'm doing things right, right. Or maybe I'm a little enlightened, but there's definitely times and mindsets where I regress back to a different state that is not where I want to be. So I think that's beautiful. I think this is our way of growing and I'm excited to grow with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Because just talking to you about this and saying it out loud in a way that hopefully makes sense. I mean, for me is even helpful. So I mean, I really hope it's helping other people too, you know? Yeah, exactly. So let's grow together. Let's be trees. Let's have that foundation. Let's be photosynthesis. (laughs) <laughs> reflect the green baby chlorophyll 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 okay we're done we're done okay yeah we're done. all right well thank you very much thank you for joining us for part two mini mini episode part two part two yep join us for the next episode where we're going to talk about learning how to understand and giving constructive criticism perfect tune in, tune in. Later, bed. Bye. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.